Welcome back to Stroked, the art of mental stimulation. When I touch subjects at depths that most people aren't willing to go, I keep it really raw, honest, transparent. I don't hold back, man. What comes up comes out. I give it to you, you know, through the grace of God. One thing I want to focus on here is rawness, realness. You know, I want you to feel me. I want you to feel the words that's coming from my spirit because, you know, one, it's coming from the orchestrator. It's coming from God, man. Whatever comes up comes out. And I'm ready to get on this mic and pour my heart out and my soul out to you, man. It's all love. And it's all good, man. Let's, let's heal each other one word at a time, you know. One space at a time. One topic at a time. A lot of times we, you know, we want to suffer in silence. We want to go through these things. And we don't have to, man. So for those of us who like to sit there and we're the strong ones, you know, this, this podcast is for people like that, man. It's for everybody. But people like that, you definitely can benefit from it definitely can benefit from it because you get to sit in the quiet of your own car your own home and your own headphones you get to listen to this you know hear a different perspective for yourself you know that's what i'm here for if i hadn't said it before you know you got d love on the mic with you today man i'm ready as usual i'm ready to get down in there make sure you hit that subscribe button hit that subscribe make sure you follow if you haven't followed on social media at stroked s-t-r-o-k-d underscore the podcast at stroked s-t-r-d underscore the podcast and of course you guys know what's about to happen to you it's time to get stroked up what's up my people what's going on with you guys man man it's a beautiful day isn't it i don't know where you are it's a beautiful cold day but it's beautiful i'm happy to be here with you guys today and the topic i want to talk about today is the word it's kind of sexy coming off your tongue confidence you hear that Confidence. You know, you feel something in that? Confidence. Something about the word confidence, man. A lot of us lack it. A lot of us lack confidence or we lack confidence in the situations that we should display it. We hold back. You know, we dim our light when it's time to shine. We dim our light when it's time to take that stage. So we're going to talk about that, man. We're going to dive into confidence today and we're going to talk about it from different aspects, different perspectives within myself, <laughs> different angles, <laughs> different ways to look at it. Maybe, I, you know, maybe I do have split personalities. I don't know. I've been told, you know, I might have like 23 in here, so maybe it is different perspectives. But, man, I'm going to open myself up, be vulnerable, and I'm going to put it out there. So I hope you guys are ready to ride. I hope you're ready to ride that wave, man. And anything that you do, you need to display confidence, man. Confidence is being sure of yourself, and confidence is, you know, it's not even necessarily people think of it like when you walk in the room and everybody turn their head and they look at you. It's not always displayed like that. You know, confidence can be quiet as well. Confidence can be, you can be that person that's an introvert. You can be that person that, you know, doesn't say much. You can be the person that doesn't seem shy. But in the moments you need to display that you're sure in your ability and sure what you have going on and what you do, that's the time you can do it right there. That's the time to bring out, bring it out. That's the time to swing that bat. And that's the time. I have seen in business, I'm going to go there first, a lot of people who are so talented, so skilled, they naturally have this ability to perform at a high level, even higher than the people that, that are in the positions that's above them. And, but they sit in the background. They sit in the background. They talk about it. They dream about it. They want these things. You know, they got to have these things. And they do this stuff effortlessly, effortlessly, man. But they sit back. And then you look and you got that person who is not as capable as you. They're in these higher positions. You know, they 
are in these positions of authority and they're in these positions where people are looking up to them and listening to their every word. And you're sitting back like, what? What did they just say? Or I know how to expand on that. I could have broke that down a little better. I could be this. I could be that. And sometimes, I'm going to use the word, we, it, it could be an asshole that's in the position. But the thing that separated the two, besides nepotism, because there's a lot of nepotism in business. I'm not talking about that. It's the confidence. It's probably the way they carry themselves, themselves when they walk around. It's probably the way that they speak. When they speak of the thing that, you know, they're doing, the thing that they want to be a part of, it comes off as if, oh, man, I want to follow this person. They know what they're talking about. And you, the person who is so capable, more than capable to anybody in the room, you sit in the background quiet, waiting for somebody to choose you, waiting for somebody to pick me. I'm waiting to be discovered. You know, and then when it's your turn and it's time for you to step on that stage, you kind of go within yourself a little bit. You kind of go within yourself. You become a little timid, you know, because that spotlight is on you or whatever. We have to be confident in our ability, man. We have to be confident in our ability because it's people in this world that are supposed to be affected by you. It's changes that are supposed to be made by you. Uh, God has uh, orchestrated where you're supposed to be in certain positions, but, you know, you're afraid to step up. You don't have to scream to be confident. You don't have to shout to be confident. You could just be you. One time before in my past, I was doing some motivational speaking when I first started. And the guy who was my mentor, and he was the boss as well, you know, when he first threw me out there, I remember the time. I knew all the information. I studied everything. And I was just in a conference room, and he just out the blue and said, I was the one that's going to come up there and discuss it with everybody. You know, I'm looking around like, who, me? I didn't have time to read over these notes. I didn't have time to study this. And he put me on spot, and he threw me up there. And I got up there, and I could feel my heart beating fast. And I could feel the need to be perfect. And I could feel all eyes on me. And it's just like, I feel this nervous energy. But yet, you know, he threw me up there. I'm on the stage. Everybody's waiting. It's time to shine. So I got up there nervous, shaky voice and all in the beginning. And, you know, I spoke about each and everything that was up there, each bullet point he had, he had already written on the board. And then, you know, when I finished, you know, I could see everybody, how they received the information and how they took it in and how they were holding on to my every word. And I was so nervous, but... From that day forward, I became the person that was in the conference room. I became the speaker. I became, you know, the motivator. And, you know, this person saw this within me, and I didn't see it within myself. But that's not always the case. You're not going to always have someone just throw you somewhere. Sometimes you're going to have to walk through the door yourself. We're not going to always have that. But I do remember the conversation that he had with me afterwards. And the conversation went just like this. He said, when you're up there and you're in front of everybody, especially people who are, you know, learning from you, you're teaching. You're up there and you're in front of them. He said, you make sure, you know, you stand like this. You look out into the crowd, you know. You can look at each and every one of them. You don't have to stick on one person, whatever works for you. You can stick to one person. You can look at the back of the room or whatever. He said, but you got to remember, when you're up there, he was like, um, you're doing this for you. He said, you're doing this for you, you know, to make you feel better. He's like, you're doing this for you. He said, even think of it like practice. He said, if you mess up, they don't know. He said, they do not know if you mess up. They do not know uh, misinformation. If you mess up, it's not perfect. You can come back later on the next time they listen to you, and you can correct it. He's like, you ever read an editorial review, and they make a mistake, and they come back, and they update it, and they correct it? He was like, why are you nervous? He said, this is your time to shine. Your time to get up there and deliver your message. He 
He said, so, yeah. He said, when you go out there, you, you go out there with, you know, guns blazing. You go out there with your head up high. You go out there with your, with your stance planted. And you go out there and you conquer and you own that. And I remember from that day forward, man, I was like, you're right. You're right. They're here to learn from me and they're listening to me. And, if, number one, if I come out all nervous and timid, I lose my credibility, number one. Number one, people think you don't know what you're talking about. You can be the smartest thing in the room. You can know as much information as anyone. But if you come out timid and that confidence is not there, man, you're not going to have many people looking up or falling behind you, the people that you're supposed to lead. So, number one, it starts with that, man. It starts with that. You know, be sure of yourself. Be sure of your ability. You know what you're capable of. And you don't need anyone to validate that because that's where the fear is coming from. You're afraid you won't do it correctly. You're afraid that you're going to mess up. You're thinking about the wrong thing, man. It's about you. You getting your message out there and to the people that you're trying to get your message to. And that's in whatever avenue you're doing, whatever thing that you're doing, that's what it's all about, getting your message out there. Getting a message that's probably supposed to touch that one person that sparked that change in them and who knows, maybe change the world. All right, so you know what you, man, you know what you got. You know you got it going on. You know it, man. You know this stuff like the back of your hand, you're at home, living, breathing, eating it, and then you get in front of people and then you withdraw because you're afraid for your light to shine too brightly. You're afraid of that. And uh, one person I look at who's not afraid to be confident is that Deion Sanders, man. He is not afraid to be confident, and people get confused with arrogance at times. Who cares about people's confusion? Because you were holding parts of yourself. You know, you're holding back parts of yourself. They're living life freely, and you're holding back to please them because you don't want to shine too bright. You don't want to make them have to go grab sunglasses. You want to make everybody comfortable all the time. And it can't be like that, man. Step out of the background and step on that stage. Step out of the background and step on that stage. Now, that's the difference between confidence and arrogance. Because your confidence, you still be humble. You know, you still have that as a part of you. Arrogance when it's crossed that line and the humbleness goes out the window. Trust me, I know. When I was a kid, I played softball. I was really good at it. You know, like I traveled with it, played on like all-star tournament teams, all kind of stuff. And I started at like age seven. And that's a young age to start something and be good at it. You know, so think at age seven, I'm good, I'm great, I'm on tournament teams, I'm traveling. I've been playing for years now. I think I had to be like 12 I was like 12 years old, and I was playing uh, summer ball. I was on that team, and, you know, everybody know I'm good. You know, I step up to the plate, people back up to the fence. You know, I was well-respected as a 12-year-old because, you know, I've been doing it. I was confident in it. They've seen my ability. It was proven. But for that, I don't know, that year, I don't know if things went to my head. I don't know what it was. Maybe we had a tournament that summer where we won something that was big, and I just was, I don't know, I was feeling myself. (laughs) So every time I would get up to bat, I would hit the ball, and I would sling the bat, and I would hit the umpire with the bat every time. And, you know, I'd be counted out every time I did this. And i get up the bat, swing, do it again, bam, hit the umpire with it. it was to the point where this lady probably was on crutches or had to put bandages on her legs. Um, I think she worked with my father, and she brought it up to him. Like, I was killing this lady behind here. I think I know Miss Angie. I was killing Miss Angie behind that plate. And I just couldn't grasp because they were t- starting to tell me to carry the bat with me. You know, you, could, you don't have to let go. You can hit and take it with you. I couldn't even get that down, Pat. It was horrible. Then my hitting was affected because I, I stopped hitting the ball very far. Everything, man. It, it brought me down a couple notches. 
I ran a whole lot of notches, man. I probably was on the floor. I was at home practicing and everything, but the bat just kept coming out of my hand, kept coming out of my hand. And then stats went down. You know, I was known as the person who the bat was about to come out of their hand, so people wasn't at the fence anymore. So, you know, I got humble really, really fast. And then, you know, one day I kept doing it over and over again, and bam, I hit the ball, didn't sling the bat. Happiest day of my life. And to be honest, I never did it again after that. So I don't really know what changed or whatever. It was a mental block, a mental thing, because I was doing it so much, and I was trying so hard not to mess up that I was messing up. I was trying so hard not to sling the bat that I was sinking the bat. You know, it's all about mindset and focus. My If my focus would have been on let me hit a home run and knock it over the fence and I wasn't thinking about slinging that bat, then I probably would have been trying to hit a home run and knock it over the fence. But my mindset was in a negative light. All I wanted to do was I didn't care where that ball went. Just don't let that bat hit Ms. Angie. <laughs> and that's all I was thinking about, man. So, yeah, you got to be humble too. You got to be humble when it comes to that confidence, man. But it's like the key to success. It'll take you everywhere. Everywhere, man. When you go to the doctor. And you go in there, you, you don't see their credentials. You might see it on the wall, but who actually reads it? Who actually asks the doctor about, you know, their credentials, whatever? You just see it's a doctor, you trust it, they got them in here, and you go with it. They got them in a white coat, they talk about medicine, and you, you know, talking about it in a way that you never heard before. You know, you wouldn't understand it anyway. You didn't go to medical school, but you're confident in them. They, I've never met a doctor that didn't seem sure. I never have. I'm pretty sure the ones that you know, have malpractice lawsuits and everything, they probably sound as sure as well. I never, I never met one. You know, they've always been confident in their ability. Imagine if you had some type of medical person, a doctor, a nurse, whatever, come talk to you, and they were timid, and they were scared, and they seemed like they didn't know what they were talking about. Come on now. Would you go through with it? A lot of you would. <laughs> a lot of you would because, you know, they're a doctor, they got that white coat on. But nine times ten, you'll be in your head, you'll be skeptical. You're like, what is going on? Did this person finish school? I don't understand. It's the confidence in it, too. They have the knowledge, but it's the confidence in it. Confidence would take you everywhere, man. How many couples do you see? And you look at that one person, and you're like, how did they get them? I don't understand that one. How did they get them? How did they get with them? Sometimes it's money. We know that. But the one that doesn't have money, doesn't have anything to start it off, nothing. How did they get them? It was the confidence, man. It's the sureness in them. They made the person feel protected. If it was a woman, they made it, they were a nurturer. They put themselves out there. They knew how to, you know, they knew how to sell themselves. That's all it is. Confidence is selling you. If you're sure of you, you know, someone else could be sure of you. If you seem timid and you don't, you know, you're in denial about your ability, you don't seem sure, no one else will be. So it starts with that. A lot of people say fake it till you make it. <laughs> fake it till you make it. If you do that, eventually I hope you're, you know, trying to grow so you, it won't be so fake eventually because one day you will be fine out, though, because it's confidence. It is confidence, man. It will take you so far. Man, how you get with her? Then you see him talk to her or whatever. I'm like, man, that dude got some game, man. Dude kind of smooth. I believe everything he's saying. Maybe lying. Nine out of ten years, but it sounds good, man. I, I can see why she rode that boat. I can see why she jumped on that wave. I can understand it, just listening to him talk, you know, because it, it, it can erase all of that, man. Confidence can erase all of that. I don't care if you, you know, so-called facially challenged. People may not think you're as appealing as other people. Man, if you can just confidence, confidence, man. If you can show some confidence, you can go far. You can get to where you want to go. You'll get opportunities. 
that no one else can have just by displaying confidence. You know, because that per- you make that other person believe in you. The person hiring you believe in you. It's like, oh man, this 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 guy. I know we talk about this lady. She she understands. All right, so man, we got to be mindful of that. Got to be mindful of that. So let me see how to start with that easy step with confidence. Affirmation. Every day, look in that mirror and accept yourself. Accept yourself. Look in that mirror and say, you know, I am who I am. I'm strong. I'm confident. You know, speak about your ability. I'm great. Accept it. Be okay with it. Be comfortable within your skin. That's what confidence is. Be okay with it. Everything that you are. If you see something you need to change, work on it and change it. The things that you can. And things that you can't, accept it. God made us. God made us. Imperfect and all. He made us. You have nothing to do with that. Once you put that in your head, I mean, it is what it is. And you got to have people hating you for being confident. Because they take it for arrogance. And that's the part of confidence that makes people want to, you know, scale back. Because you have these people that you know, take your confidence and run with it and turn it into something else. They start hating on you because you seem confident. They start hating on you because of your ability. Ah, he think he all that. She thinks she all that. They think they know everything. I don't know everything, but I know what I know. <laughs> I don't know everything, but I know what I know. So you can't, you know, let that hold you back because that's work they have to do on themselves. It's something within them that's making them view you like that. As long as you're humble, as long as you're respectful to everyone, from the janitor to the CEO, you're good to go, man. So you can't let people do that to you. You can't let them because that's something they need to work on within themselves. That's some shadow work they have to do. So, yeah, you step outside. Walk on outside, man. Step on the stage because it's time. It's time for you to get up there. God did not create you to be sitting back in the background. Be confident that God made you imperfectly perfect. Be confident. That is so freeing. <laughs> that is so freeing, man. You see everybody walk around here, you know, afraid to do this, afraid to do that. Then you see that confident person? Oh, my God. And then it, come, it, it start to come off in your walk when you're confident. Come off in your walk. It come off in your talk, your energy, your aura. Man, you cannot even know what you're talking about. But people are like, man, that person got something to say. Confidence will take you all the way. I ain't mean to sound like, sound like a rhyme right there, but it really will, man. Confidence will take you all the way. Don't let people strip you of that. Don't let these people strip you of that who are insecure, low-key. Because there's a lot of people who come off as confident as well, but low-key, they're very insecure. And then when they see somebody who actually has that confidence, you know, they're afraid. They're intimidated. Because now they have to really step up to the plate. You got somebody that's talking their talk, walking their walk. Now they got to step up to the plate, man. So don't let those type of people hold you back. Do not be afraid to be timid to shine your light. I was that before. I was that before because I worked for some people before that I helped build the entire business. And we got along the path, you know, towards the end of it. And they were telling me stuff like, you're not as good as you think you are. I'm like, what? I'm not as good as I think I am. I've, you know, help you build this from scratch. Pretty much help build the entire organization. And to open your mouth to say that, that was the, their way of scaling me back. Putting me back in my place, scaling me back. Because, you know, I was mentored by them, trained, groomed by them all the time. Respected them. Did what they asked. All the time, I, you know, I never faltered. Whatever they asked me to do, told me to do, I did it. Became so good, so good. And eventually we're becoming so good and so good, you're going to become more confident and more confident. You have to educate yourself as well. We're going to talk about that. More confident, more confident. 
I wasn't hesitating. I wasn't going back and asking them direction for anything because I already know you taught it to me. I know it. So then I put my own little stink on it, put my own little sauce on it, you know, moving forward. And people became intimidated by me. They became intimidated by me. They used to send me out to actually help revive other office locations. They used to send me out. I was that one. They could get things together. You know, they sent me out. And I noticed they start sending me out. I get speeches like, don't go over there and take over those people's office. I'm like, what? So what does that mean? You think I took over yours? Oh, man. You know, so little things like that started coming out to scale me back because I was getting too big for the room. Sometimes you outgrow situations, too. Don't let people, you're not, man, you don't owe anyone anything. Don't let people make you remain small to keep you at a certain place because they feel like you're surpassing them. And you'll find people like that. People like it when you seem like you're on the ground, they're helping you. They're molding you. They're grooming you. That's the difference between real leaders right there. They're grooming you. And then when you seem like you're getting so big and you're growing, you know, they they don't want to pop that bubble when they're a true leader. They're smiling like it's their kid. Like, oh, man, look at you. Look what you did. You grew. But when people are intimidated by that, guess what they want to do? They get that pen out and they pop. They want to pop that bubble to bring it back down. They, 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 they want to keep you Probably, I gotta say, right next to them, but a little bit up under them, just a little bit. You know, you could be high, you could be over everyone else, but I need you a little to be a little bit under me. And so, don't find yourself in that situation because people will put you in that. Okay, relationships and all, people will put you in that. I've seen situations where people met people and they were like, "Oh my God, you know, like he speaks life into me. He does this. He motivates me." And I look up down the line, they're breaking up because. The person became intimidated by them because I guess they say all this life they're speaking, all of a sudden now, oh, you think you all that? Now I made you. I made you because they don't want you to surpass them. They want to keep you right there. Like I say, just not even next to them, just a a few notches under. A few notches under, man. So you're getting too big. You're confident in it because you accepted who you are. I've accepted it. And God probably maybe used that person or those people to get you to that point. You accepted who you are. You're sure of who you are, and you're confident about it. You're not thinking about other people's validation, what they would think. You're not thinking about the next step you would take. You're accountable. Because what I say before, you make mistakes. We're, not, we're human. You're going to make mistakes. You either go back and you fix the mistakes, or you go back and address people and tell them that you made the mistake. You own up to that thing, and you figure out how to get past it. You're human. You're going to make mistakes. So that's why you got to step out there, man. Whatever decisions and choices we make, we have to be intentional and be sure of those decisions and choices, whether they're wrong, right, whatever. As long as in your eyes you're being humble, you feel like you're making the right move and the right decision, okay, go for it. Go for it with that head up high. And then when you fail, you fail confidently too with that head up high. That's a lesson. I'm human. That's going to happen, man. Shake that off your back. That's going to happen. I messed up. Let's get it right. People be mad at that too. <laughs> How you fail and you confident? I messed up. Let's get it right, man. Let's do that again. Let's run that back. All right? So you got to always keep that, man. Be confident in everything that you do. Uh, I spoke about educating yourself, too. The more you grow, the more you want to learn. You want to always have that fresh information. You know, if you're going to be in a position to teach people or or, or a position to perform or whatever at a higher level or whatever level, you got to constantly educate yourself for the next level. Constantly educate yourself, man. Read books. I like to read. I like to touch the book. I like physical books. You know, I can't really do the e-books, the Kindle, 
and all that. Some people like the audio books. I can't do the audio books because I am a active communicator. I found that out. I'm an active communicator, so it's hard for me to just sit there and just listen to something for an hour or so or two because, you know, I like to talk too much. <laughs> That's what that means, active communicator. That's just a pretty way. I like to talk a lot. So we just sitting there with no dialogue, no back and forth or whatever. It's kind of hard for me. So that's why you have to learn your way of learning, you know. In school, they make you all do it one way. You have to learn the way that you learn. And me, I have to touch it. I have to be able to read it and be able to see it. Talking kind of messes with my brain because when I'm reading, it's that voice in my head that's actually reading. I read to myself, is that voice. So when a video playing, someone talking and all that, I don't process it well because it's like I'm being interrupted. All right, so, you know, learn and grow and figure out things about yourself, man. But you have to educate yourself continually. I don't care what it is. I don't care what industry that you're in. I don't care. Even in relationships. People, why do you think these people in relationships 60 years and all this kind of stuff? And education doesn't always come from books. It comes from life. All right, that means when you're taking these hits, you're learning these lessons, and you're taking them and you're implementing them. Because in relationships, I'm pretty sure these people for 60 years and 50 years, they've had hard times. They have hard times, so they constantly educate themselves as they go. Okay, now I see this doesn't work. I see how you react when I do this, so I'm going to change this and I'm going to tailor this. All right? So you got to constantly grow, constantly educate yourself so you can stay on top. Because it's, it's always going to be people trying I'm always getting tongue-tied every episode. I think that's going to be my thing. It's going to always be people trying to knock you down or trying to take your spot, and that's just what it is. I'm sorry. It's always going to be someone envious of you. I'm sorry. No matter what. People, you found yourself with people that's envious and jealous of you probably when you were just, you know, working at a lower level job or something like that or a lower level of the job you had and you hadn't elevated and you found people that were envious of you then. So why are you afraid to step into the light and have everybody envious of you at the top? They're doing it anyway. They are doing it anyway. Okay, so why not succeed, be happy, be the best version of you? All right, that is the most freeing thing to be comfortable in your skin. That is the most freeing thing to be comfortable in your skin. And I have moments myself where I do that. And I'm speaking out the confident thing. So I can say, when I get on here, I'm talking to you too. I have a big personality. I have a big personality. You heard me say, my, the people say I'm trying to take over people's businesses, taking uh, like I'm taking over theirs or whatever, because I have a big personality. Once I know something, I'm sure of it, I go with it. I go with it, man. I have a big personality. So sometimes I do. When I first enter rooms, it's like I'm an observer first. So I pay attention to everything. So it seems like I'm scaling back because, you know, I'm giving the room a chance to, you know, stay who they are. I'm checking out who people are, how they move, you know. I'm paying attention in the background. So a lot of times I start off super quiet. So then, bam, here come D-Love, <laughs> jumping out of the shadows and catching them off guard because at the beginning they looking at me in this position like, oh, man, this is you. You were the choir and you were the one that was, yeah, because I'm, I'm chilling. I'm thinking. I'm paying attention. I'm watching. And when it comes out, it's the same thing. It's like, oh, oh my God, you wasn't like this. Like, what are you talking about? Ah, oh, man, you think, do you, you think you know everything, don't you? And they say it like a joke, too. Watch out for those jokes. People tell the truth in jokes. I'm like, no, I don't think I know everything. Like I said before, I know what I know. <laughs> I know what I know. I don't think I know everything. But I said, I'm not going to even do that anymore, man. I'm just going to step out as who I am, observe, all in the same. Jay-Z said it best one time. I was watching an interview, and Jay-Z said he's the same. In any, in any room he walks in, he's the same person. He said he don't change his voice. He don't change his tone. He don't change his outlook, change the way he moves. Any room he walks in, he is Jay-Z. That's who you have to be. 
in any room that you walk in, not just around your family, you're confident, not just around your fin- your friends, you're confident, not just around people you know, you're confident. You know, when you step into these uh, environments, work environments, unfamiliar environments, you be the exact same person. Let people come up to come to whatever conclusion they want to come to. You be yourself. You be free. That's all that is. You be yourself. They may as well accept it now and later because it's coming. It's coming. I don't care how slow you move. If you're going to really perform at the highest level at your peak, it's coming. You're going to have to step out there. So go ahead and give it to them from the gate. Go ahead and give it to them from the beginning, man. Confidence will take you far. You will literally be able to walk into rooms that you didn't think you would be able to walk into because you'll have people believing in you more than you believe in yourself. And guess what? When you step into those rooms, you get these opportunities that may be unfamiliar to you. What do you do? You run off and you go educate yourself super fast. I've had that happen before plenty of times because of my personality. I've been invited different places, asked to do things, and I'm like, dang, I never did this before. But I know I'm capable of everything. So you know what I do? Bam. Crash course real quick on whatever it is. And guess what? When I step back up and it's my time to shine, my time to step on that stage perform, you would never know that three days ago I didn't know what was going on. That's how you have to be so confident in your ability. And watch how many rooms you'll be in that you didn't think you would be in. God probably already knew you'd be there, but you didn't. You're like, how in the world did I get here and around these people? God knew. God knew, and he had to make us uncomfortable sometime, man. He had to roll us on out there, man. But let's step out of these shadows, man. Let's hit that stage. Let's hit that stage of your life, you know. Let's reach for the stars, whatever the stars stars are for you. Let's go for it. It's time, man. It's time. Lift your head up. Who cares if you take up the whole room? Now we got to get a different building in if I'm in your establishment. Other than that, you go off and get your own thing. All right, don't never be afraid to be too big or grow too much for anybody, any surrounding, any whatever. You be you. Any job, whatever, you be you. But you got to remain humble, man. Make sure you do that because it's coming. You got to remain humble. Don't let people affect you. You got to already know what to expect. Once you go down the list of already knowing what to expect, when you show this side of yourself, you're okay. You're prepared. I know this is going to happen. I know people are going to be coming for me. I know people are going to be whispering about me. I don't care. I got to be me. This is a short time period I have here, and I have to get out here, and I have to do what I have to do, man. You all know deep inside something that's big that you're capable of that you know how to do. And you're sitting back like you're waiting on someone to give you permission to do it, man. Well, if you need someone, I'm giving it to you right now. Let's go. Let's do it. Get up, man. Let's go. No more of this <laughs> sitting back. It's time. Let's go. We calling you out. Get up. Let's go. You, you're great at that. You're sitting back just being average at it, and you're not meant to be. Let's go, man. Pull that confidence out that bag and let's ride. All right? Man, it was great talking to you guys. It was great, man. It was great talking to you guys, getting that off my chest because it hit me last minute. I'm actually recording this late because the topic didn't come to me for a long time. It didn't. And then it just hit me. Bam. It came out, man. Confidence. Confidence. And when I'm talking to y'all, what I say, I'm probably talking to me. But God put that on my spirit. I hope someone receives it. I hope it helps someone, man. And let's move forward. Let's get it, man. Let's go conquer. And, of course, you guys know what to do at stroked, S-T-R-O-K-D underscore the podcast, at stroked, S-T-R-O-K-D underscore the podcast. Don't forget, those of you looking for business coaching, spirituality coaching, healing, you know, we're trying to get our life going. We're trying to get it moving on the right path in this short period of time that we have left. Let's go. Don't forget, Elevated Minds Life Coaching. It's my life coaching business. I'm a certified life coach. 
Uh, you can go on social media with that as well. Elevated Minds underscore Life Coaching. That's on Instagram. Elevated Minds underscore Life Coaching. And the website to book your free discovery session is www.5dlifecoach.com. Sorry, got that wrong. www.the5dlifecoach.com. www.the5dlifecoach.com, man. I'll see you there. Let's get these free discovery sessions. Let's talk about it and see, you know, what's the best fit for you as far as coaching. And let's get it, man. Let's elevate. All right? You guys know what just happened to you. You just got stroked up. Bye.